You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast to help you get unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. I'm Carol, your self-love and dating coach. And I'm Becca, entrepreneur and mother of three. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? Hey, what is going on? Week four. Are we on week four of our uh, goal challenge here? Yes, we are. I was about to try to say it in French, and then I was like, you don't even know it. So I don't know it unless I say one, two, and three first. So anyway, I was trying to be cool, but it didn't work out. <laughs> That's great. Um, I'm doing well on my goal. How are you doing? I know this is, it's been a little bit of a slow burn with this first one uh, as we just get things set up. And I think that's good. I'm like, you know, it's a, it's kind of a low bar we're setting every week to just get prepared to do something. But sometimes going nice and easy into getting something done is the way to do it. Right. And we're working out all the kinks and we're like taking it slow so we can also, not only are we trying to work out the kinks for ourselves, but we're also trying to work out the kinks for Everyone else, all of our listeners, the many Absolutely. millions of you. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, whatever. If we help one person, I'm proud of that. I don't, you know, it's Me not too. about quantity, it's about quality. And that yes. one person who's listening is a great person. I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to be. Yeah, um, for sure. So, yeah. So, last week I was thinking about, so we were talking about obstacles last week, right? Mm-hmm. And my son's 13th birthday, Court's 13th birthday was this weekend, guys. It was a very, wow. very big deal. He's a whole teenager Do you think he's, now. Can I ask a question about Court that would embarrass him? He doesn't listen, right? No, not at all. Do you think he's he's <laughs> Not even to his episode. <laughs> Does he, oh, really? Is he into girls, you said? No, I said, do you think he's kissed a girl? Oh, no. I We definitely know about it if he did. Really? Yes. He better get on that. 13. Come on now. Yeah. Well, I think I was, yeah, I probably was like 12 or something no, like that. No, you're right. I think it. I was 13, I think. Yeah, it might have been around that age. But you know what? I think we hung out a lot more outside of school. and We had a lot more opportunity than he Well, it was also not a you know, pandemic. Himself. Well, even before, even before, anyway, he's just not a kid that like cares about hanging out with kids outside of school. Like he... He's like, oh, why? I see them in school. And it's like, well, okay, well. So <laughs> like, I wanted to just hang out this weekend in who, my room. Who was your first kiss? Was it Stan? Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yes, it sure was. So, oh, speaking man. of obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. That was a sweet romance no, y'all yeah, had. No, that wasn't. Yeah, that was fine. It was an obstacle then, but surely not now. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like I was saying, this week was Court's birthday, and um, my parents were supposed to come down, but my mom got sick and had to have surgery. She's okay. But um, that was just like uh, another kind of obstacle that life just throws at you. And that's something that we didn't mention in last week's episode is just like life's obstacles. Like, even if it is, right. even if it was just planning a birthday party when you actually cared about having like birthday parties when they're little and you had to buy a bunch of fucking crap from Party City, like little hats and doggy bags. They're not doggy bags, those yeah. little gift bags and stuff gift you gotta bags, do. Yeah. Oh man. So, like, even if it's just planning a birthday party or if it's someone that, you know, that you love is sick or something like that, that kind of thing can throw you off. 
And that's what kind of threw me off last week. And my advice for that, if, if you're going through any of that, if you're experiencing this. So my advice for that is just keep doing something small every day. Like either just, you know, just keep trying to push forward, even if it's just keeping your house clean. When you're even if your big goal is to learn the piano or learn the guitar or start a new weight loss program or make a course, um, even if you're just like keeping your house organized and clean, getting your laundry done, like just those little small things that will allow you to when you're ready to get back to what you're doing, that you can just get back and there's not all these other things that are overwhelming you. Because if you let everything go, then you get overwhelmed really quickly. But if you keep a little bit going, like if you don't drop all the balls, if you keep a few balls in the air, then it won't be as hard to get back to the real thing that you want to focus on, whatever your goal may be. So that was my Yeah, and I think just uh, like, yeah, that's good. That's good. And I think like keeping your intention on it too, you know, like just saying to yourself like, all right, this week's not going well, this day's not going well. And for some people, like all of 2020 was really bad, you know, like I just saw it yesterday. I had a friend um, years ago that's still a friend, but he hasn't been living in New Orleans for a while. And for years, all he wanted to do is go to NYU to start a screenwriting program. Mm -hmm. And he finally, I mean, years and years and years, he talked about that. Finally, he gets the shit together to go do it gets into the program, is going to leave for New York. And what happens? COVID. (laughs) And then it gets canceled. And then he had a lot of stuff going on in his family, just like, you know, there was a death in the family and everything was just really messed up. And so it's been like a, you know, a year and a half delay now, but he's finally getting to go this fall. And he was just like, oh my God, like what else could get thrown in my way? But I think what's made him persevere and how it connects is like, as long as you keep that bigger goal in mind and you Mm -hmm. say, I still see it. I'm still there. Even when it's something small, you know, I still am going to do it. I'm just, I just can't do it today. You know, that's okay too. Like, I think if you just keep, keep, keep it right there in front of you um, while you're doing these other things and doing the other things in the service of the goal will keep you focused no matter what. Yeah, I agree. Because we're all going to eventually drop the ball, whether it be for a day or two days or two weeks or a year or five years, as long as you keep that, I mean, you don't want to do it for five years, but as long as you keep, you know, that dream going, like Becca said, that intention of getting it done, if you keep that awareness, then you can always get back to it. You're still moving toward it, right? Yeah. Keep moving forward. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm sorry you had some obstacles, but it sounds like you're still moving in the right direction. Have you had a chance to do any research? Yes, I have. So I still blocked out some time to do research, even though I was really stressed last week because I knew it was really going to be tough for court for his grandparents not to come, especially since it was the second year in the row because last year was COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. But yeah, so I did still set some time away every day to do some research. There was a couple of days that I did not wake up at 530 like I said I was going to do. And there was a couple of days that as much cleaning mm. didn't get done. But right. sometimes it's like there's always going to be a sacrifice. Like you're going to either have like a dirty house for a couple of days and get research done or have a clean house and get no research done. So sometimes you just got to pick and choose. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So do you feel overall it was a success? Yeah, no, overall it was a pretty good week. Okay, awesome. For me, um, my homework was to figure out how I was going to make time and the money I need to uh, start these piano lessons. Right. So, and today of course we're going to talk about supporting characters. Maybe we should have opened with that. (laughs) The topic was going to be 10 minutes into this thing. We're like, Oh, by the way. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about supporting characters. So, um, I did, 
I will circle back to this, but I did find a piano teacher. Um, and so what I realized is that it was going to cost $115 a month to have mm. piano lessons. And so what I wanted to do was back that out of some expense that I already have going on. I'm not just going to, I don't have it to just be like, oh, I'm going to have an extra $115 expense right now. So I really thought about what could go and uh, earmuffs for people who don't want to hear about my personal grooming habits. But <laughs> in the past, in a past life, I used to do both pedicures and bikini waxes almost every single month. And um, I don't know what the rates for those things are in other places, but I'll tell you in New Orleans, it is $35 for a pedicure. And then you give a tip, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is $75 for my $75? waxer. $75? For I know for a really long time, I went to someone that was, was 35 for the wax and it was just like a very no frills experience uh-huh. and not to go too into it. I was totally happy with her, but she ended up moving really far away. And so I was driving over there super far for a long time. Um, and a lot of times I would go there and she would not be there when <gasps> I got there. Wow. I don't know why. I don't know what was happening, but anyway, point is that I had to replace her. And then the the person that I found in my neighborhood is a lot more expensive, but I was just splurging for it because it was something I felt like was important to me. Now, anyways, during COVID, my waxer shut down her business for a while and she is back now, but I think I've decided that I'm just not going to go anymore. And what I did is I did a bunch of research online and I found that a lot of people are like, so for men, they make these little electric shavers you can use in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called like manscapers or something. I can't remember what the company's called. <laughs> manscapers. But anyway, I looked into versions for women and I found myself a little tiny electric shaver that works in the shower. And it's really nice. I got it for like $45, one-time wow. purchase. I used it. I feel like it's it's a really good substitute. Is it the same thing? No, but I'm willing to make the trade. Um, so that I can, I can spend the money in a different way. And then with the pedicures, I'm going to go like, like, you know, you said this earlier and like, you live in the South, you need to have your toes painted. Like you wear sandals almost all the time, you know, bikini waxes and toes in the South are a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. So you see, you see people, I'm making a sacrifice. I'm making a real sacrifice. But no, I was saying instead of, you know, every month going, maybe I'll go every three months and in between I'll do it myself one time. Cause also during COVID I was doing that and it was fine. So that's how I'm going to find the money. And number two, and by the way, you all can do this. You could look at your life and you could pick something that's not really serving you and you could put it into something else. Right. Um, and then the For time you, thing, coffee. I, sure. Of, yes. You know. Coffee. Absolutely. Or how about alcohol folks? Alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry if you go out for drinks a couple times a week, and I know in COVID people don't, but like, are you spending 30 to $40 once or twice a week at a bar? Uh, a lot of people do that. And yeah. that is a very easy way to cut back because um, you certainly don't need that. So Okay. The time thing. So Joe, my daughter, Joe, um, is also taking piano lessons right now. And she practices every day around two o'clock for 15 minutes. And I've been helping her do that. And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to piggyback on her practicing. I'm going to get her to practice and then I'm going to practice and we're going to do it together. And so it's a dual effort. We're going to bond. We're both going to play. She's going to see what I'm working on. I'm going to model for her the importance of practice. And I think it's going to be a win, win, winity, win, win. That's awesome. Thanks. Good job, Becca. That's adorable. Thank you. Little dual piano players. 
Yes, and then maybe someday we'll duet. Yeah, you'll do a um, little duet. That's right. So, okay, so let's talk about why this is important to learn about how we find and how we decide who is going to be the supporting character when we make a small goal, a big goal, a medium-sized goal, whatever. Like, why do you need other people? Tell us about that. So I think everyone needs help and no one accomplishes anything completely alone, right? So whether you need support by someone watching your kids for a couple hours while you get some work done, or if you need to find a mentor to inspire you and guide you through what you're trying to accomplish, you're going to need people to help you along the way because success doesn't happen in like a bubble, you know, and the greatest successes I've had have been directly tied to building relationships with other people and learning from them and partnering with them and using their network to get ahead. And the times that I've isolated myself have been the worst times for me or like times where I'm like, oh no, like I couldn't ask them to help me with this or I don't want to go out and meet this person because they're not going to like me or something, you know? Right. Um, Those times are when like you're just in your head and trying to figure things out. And like we talked about before, action is the best way to get your answers, right? Like if you're trying to figure out whether you're gonna like something or whether you should do something, just doing it will give you more answers than sitting around thinking about it. And just like that, like actually asking people to help and um, getting around people who are doing the same thing you're doing or could help you with it expands you as well, you know? Like it expands you in in the same way. It's just some magic that happens when you get a bunch of people in a room talking about ideas that exhilarate them. You know, it's just like, for me, like nothing, nothing gets my juices flowing more than being around people who are excited about the same stuff that I'm excited about. Like I say something, they respond. I say something else, something sparks. Then I have another idea Then I'm like, oh my God, like you, you just gave me, you know, the answer. Like there was something Mm -hmm. wrong with my idea. And just in that one little thing you mentioned, like now I see that I need to move forward. So collaboration is just key. Right. Yeah. Because when you're on when you're on your own, you just get burnt out and there's you just kind of go in circles because there's only so much that you can think of on your own, even if it's like you going out and like reading a book, talking to people are better, but like you can find answers that way as well. But but talking to people and actually being around people who um, have the same who are like minded and have kind of the same interests. It's mm-hmm. always going to make you feel so expanded and joyful, and it really does bring you opportunities, whether the opportunities are in the form of new ideas or whether the opportunities are like real opportunities. Like when me and Becca met up after not seeing each other for forever, like we started talking and we conceived this podcast, you know, yes. so it's like you need those people in your life to kind of help you get ahead, you know, even... yeah. Just talking to friends that have absolutely nothing to do with your field can expand your opportunities and help you in other ways, you know? Totally. It's like opportunity and energy. So like even just yesterday, I called, so I texted, I have this new idea that I'm working on and something, like I said, something's not really quite right with it. Like I feel like I have a lot of what the idea is, but when I try to do like an elevator pitch on it, I can't, you know, Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. a problem because if you can't describe what you're trying to do in 30 seconds, like, or even 10 seconds, then it's too bogged down. It's too complicated. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking and thinking and thinking, and I was like, you know who might have an idea about this? My friend, Brittany. So I I texted her. I was like, yo, Britt, you have a time um, on Sunday where I can run something by you for 20 minutes and just get your thoughts on it. And she said, sure. So we scheduled a time. And it's like, you know, like at this time in life, 
yes, you do sometimes, I don't know if everyone does this, but like I need to schedule 20 minutes to talk to someone on the phone. You know, I got to make time, get away from my kids, make sure I, I, you know, that she's paying attention. Um, she had other stuff going on. So anyway, we, we talked on the phone. I told her the idea. She listened for like 15 minutes and she said, you know what? I don't really have much to say about it, but, um, I have this friend that's, basically in the field that you're talking about and is really excited about New Orleans and would probably just be interested in listening to your pitch. So why don't I connect you guys and you can talk to her? So it's Mm -hmm. like, that's what I'm talking about. You know, if even if you just have a friend that you're like, "Uh, maybe this person knows something about that. You talk to them, they might send you on to somebody else. But if you're just willing to keep the conversation going, like the, you know, you will get more and more information that you need over time. It's so true. Like, just the people around you can always turn you on to someone else. That's how, that's a lot of how I got a lot of opportunities that I've had in Tampa. Is like I had a meetup group with some girlfriends, and I did like a workshop practice for them, and they gave me a bunch of feedback. And so when I did like the real workshop, that really helped me. Or just like yeah. Courts Barber is the one who introduced me to the girl who I do the workshops with. So it's like right. everything is so interconnected and you would never think like I wouldn't think, oh, I'm going to take my son to the barber shop and I'm going to get a business opportunity from that. Sure. But it happens like that. So Well, yeah, and it definitely wouldn't happen if you weren't willing to talk to people and tell them what you're up to and ask. Right. right? So yeah, exactly. that's the main thing is if you're thinking like, I need to do this alone. Like my ideas are sacred. You're you're probably not going to get nearly as far as you would if you were just out in the world sharing your idea, asking for connections and, you know, and, and advice and thoughts, like just putting it out there and really realizing that you probably do want to talk. Like there are things to be gained from basically any interaction you have, even if it is with your kids, Barbara, you know, like there may be something there and not that we should all be going through life like exploiting our connections right but you know what I mean it's just being open just being open all the time to what might come and then I would say once you've accepted that other people are key to your development then you'll not only be open to meeting them but you'll be ready at every turn to bring new people in and to you know take take the best out of what they have to offer it's so true because like I, like I said with the barber, it wasn't even like I was like, hey, Quartz Barber, listen to what I do. It was literally like I'm, I was friendly with his barber. So I think that is important is just to be friendly with people. And I saw his right. barber at the beach one day and he happened to be with a girl who was doing yoga. And I was like, oh, I do yoga. So it's it was more like that. It wasn't even like, oh, uh hey, Barber, I'm looking for some opportunities. It was just the fact right. that I was friendly with him. And then when I saw him on the beach, I was like friendly enough to actually go over and talk with him and talk with the people that were with him. And like we made a connection, me and the girl made a connection through yoga first. It wasn't even about business. So it's even just being open to meeting people and being friendly with them and not being yeah. so closed off and kind of in your space and in your bubble. Cause I know like a lot of times we can go through life and you're just like, all right, I'm at a coffee shop. I'm just want my coffee. Bye. Like, don't talk to me. Like, right. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm at the store buying bras, like lady, don't talk like cash register lady. Don't talk to me. Cash register lady. I'm sorry. That was <laughs> not what they're called. <laughs> what are they? Yeah. <laughs> I don't sales know. Clerk, clerk, sales assistant, <laughs> sales associate, let me put some respect on y'all. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. <laughs> um, anyway, sales but like professional, just being, just being friendly with the people that are around you and sparking up a conversation. Like I, I got 
my girl who the girl who is like my nail tech who i'm really friendly with i found out about her through a conversation with some girl at cbs so i'm just saying be be open especially if you're in like a new place yes be open yes for sure So speaking of that, I just want to go into people might be there going like, well, I don't even really understand what you're all are talking about, what kind of people I might use. So let's just use our own examples here now. So for me, this is obvious. Like my goal this time, you know, it's kind of nice to have something that's so straightforward, but I know that not every goal is going to be as obvious, but obviously I want to play piano. So I need to find a piano teacher. Um, I did try an online program where like I bought lessons for a year, like through an app and, um, it just did not work for me. I just need the accountability. I need right. that embarrassment of, of show not of showing up without having to practice like that. I won't let that happen. And so this is like the best route forward for me. Now, once I get the basics down, I might decide to approach it differently or do more self-taught stuff. But, um, for now I think I need to get a teacher and I think one thing, even just like if you're being awake and and you're thinking about your goal all the time and you're putting it like in the center of your thoughts, I do believe that like coincidences will happen and you will walk right into something. I was walking, thinking about needing a piano teacher with my daughter the other day in our neighborhood. And I literally passed a sign that just said, it was a sign for a piano teacher half a block away from my house. This lady teaches out of her house. And so I gave her a call. We talked. Um, she had an opening for me and it's so great that she lives right here because one of my challenges was going to be like, not only how do I find the half an hour for the lesson, but I'm going to have to drive to somewhere and that's going to be another 20 minutes in each direction. I have to get in and out of the car. Like I'm not asking my husband for a half an hour to watch the kids so I can do this. It would be asking him for an hour and a half by the time I got done with everything. And so this lady, I leave my house two minutes before my lesson and I'm there on time. So, and she had a a five o'clock class. So for us, like we get the kids home, Emil can start prepping dinner. The girls can watch a little movie. He can be with the baby for 30 minutes while he cooks. And I come back and I'm, I'm right back in the mix, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that has really worked out. And I've gone to um, one lesson so far and uh, I'm really stoked about it. And I nice. think it's, it's definitely, you know, going to work. And so I identified the person I needed to help me. I found this person um, in a convenient way. I reached out to them. And that's really the important part, right? Is like once you find the person or think of the person, you have to approach them and then follow up. Like so many times, I have to say as a detour, so many times in my profession, I meet people at like, you know, they do all these like wedding parties and like cocktail hours and stuff. Mm -hmm. It is not it is just not my strong suit to go and be social at those things. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I'm an extroverted person, but situations where you have to walk up to people and say your name are just so, yeah. I'm so bad at that and I'm trying right. to get better. But anyway, I meet these people that are like, wow, you're successful. Like, how do you do it? And I'm, you know, like, well, it's not an answer I can give you here at a cocktail party. Um, but follow up with me. I'm happy to talk to you about what you need to do. You know, I'm happy to, to offer any advice that I could possibly give you. Like, I will talk to anyone. At any time, about anything. I'm happy to. Most people are. And these people just never follow up. I'm like, Mm. so, you know, like you're trying to grow. You want to learn from me. You want to be in this industry enough that you're like paid for a ticket to this cocktail party or whatever. But you're not about yourself enough to on Tuesday send me an email when I gave you my email address. Like, what's that about? You know? Yeah, I think that I think people are scared of rejection. And I think that's a, a lot of the reason we don't ask 
we don't meet we don't go up to meet new people it's the reason we don't ask the people that we already know for help i think we're just scared of that feeling of rejection but you know no is the worst that someone can say you know like if right. you go up to someone and you want to like take them out for coffee and they say no i'm sorry i'm busy like that's the worst that can happen but i think right. it's just so scary or to like go to your mom and say mom like i need you to could you watch the kids monday and wednesday's nights cuz i have this new thing i have to do like even sometimes even asking like close family members can be scary because it's like you don't want to you don't want to put yourself out there you don't want you don't like I'm a type of person who really doesn't like asking for help either um I don't know why but it just like it it's always bothered me and I've really tried to get over it because everyone needs help but I think that that fear of rejection or fear looking like you're you're needy or need something from someone or even fear that you're you're putting them out and that they're not going to have time and they're going to look at you like why are you even asking me this? Like, you know, like I'm busy or whatever. I think that that yeah. keeps us from um, really building up that team of supporting characters because sure, we all need need people in different ways. Like whether it's you need someone to watch your kids or whether it's like you need some advice on your new business venture or you need like a mentor or, you know, whatever it is that you need. It's always going to be kind of scary to ask, but if you don't ask, you're never going to get what you need, you know? And, and you know, if you really want to, especially with family members and stuff, like when I have to ask a friend or a family member for a favor, for whatever reason, it makes me feel better to be like, hey, um, I'm going to ask you for this favor, but just know, like, I you can say no. if you can't, it's no big deal. <laughs> right. You know, like I always do that. Yeah, I, I, like it makes me feel better because then they're like, then they, I think it makes them feel like they can say like, oh, you know what? I really can't do Thursday. And you're like, that's fine. No worries at all. Um, you know, but it also makes me feel better. Like I'm not, you know, if they do say, oh yeah, I'm happy to, then I, like I've given them ample time to back out. Right. All right. So what about you? So who who are your supporting characters? Like what kind of supporting help do you need to achieve this goal of doing the research for your current, uh, your course that you're going to put together? So right now, the supporting characters I'm using, I don't think I talked about this yet, but sometimes your supporting characters can just be people that you've never met, like books you, you want to read from people you admire, people in the same field. So right now I'm mm-hmm. reading a book on how to do better research and how to retain information. But I've also joined a meetup group for women in toxic relationships so I can hear the things that they are actually struggling with because I think it's really important to understand what women are really struggling with in the real world because sometimes I'll just think oh yeah like I know what people are struggling with and sometimes when I actually test my ideas in the real world they're like no actually we're struggling with all these other things that you know things that I didn't even think about so I did that and I've already purchased a course on how to teach adult students effectively and that's also from someone who whose work I admire and who I've been a fan of um that's very successful in the same field. And I also have asked Nancy and Paul and one other friend if they'd be available to watch Chase. And I think this is another important thing to know is that if you are asking people to do something for you, whether it's like you need a shift covered at work or whether you need someone to babysit for you or whatever, just be specific about your request you know because it's so easy if you go up to someone and you're like hey would you be able to watch my kids sometime in the near future they'll be like oh okay sure let me know but if you say hey i need someone to watch 
um, my son Tuesdays and Thursdays between 12.30 and 3.30. Would you be able to do that? Then it gives them, A, like a, something real to think about and not just like an imaginary scenario that isn't even happening. And right. they can work around their schedule because when you give people an open schedule, they're like, uh, I don't know. But if you give someone a certain time, they can sometimes if they're not busy, sometimes they'll be busy. But if they're not busy, they can like work around it and say, oh, yeah, well, maybe I can take a couple of works, you know, hours off of work here and I can do this here. Sure. And it's- if it's consistent, too, that really helps. If you're like, hey, I, I need every Tuesday at 3 p.m., you know, like that, that also could work because then the person just gets used to doing it at that time and then they can really be there for you you know and if they can't they know to let you know early like if it's inconsistent and wishy-washy it's harder to get people on board with something like that yeah so I identify the areas that you need support I think this is really like the breakdown of what you can do when you're looking uh to find support in your life is identify the areas you need support. So do you need your shifts covered? Do you need a mentor? Do you need a babysitter? Um, Identify the people that are around you that would be the best candidates to help you because you're not going to like ask your like alcoholic uncle to be the one you ask to watch your kids. (laughs) And you don't want to have like the friend with social anxiety be the person that you take to a networking event, you know? Right. So like ask people who would be appropriate in your life that would fill those spots and then right. be really specific. You know, don't be like, Hey girl, I'm thinking about going to some networking event soon. Do you want to come say, Hey, like I have uh, I want to go to this women in business networking event on the 27th at the convention center. You know, they're going to yeah, have 7 p.m. Are you available? Yeah, exactly. I'll buy your ticket. $25. Yeah. Do you want to come? So, yeah. So I think, you know, the best thing to do is write a list of your needs write a list of the people who might be able to help and then write a direct request to take action. I think that might bring us to our homework. Yeah, totally. And I just really quick, I wanted to add, um, I just made a little list of like other potential. So you said meetup groups just to kind of run this down. Oh yeah. yeah. Meetup groups, um, finding other people who are interested in the same topic. So that could be like, you know, through Facebook or even Craigslist, like just finding, you know, there's lots of people that are hobbyists that like to get Mm -hmm. together and chat about different things. So even just finding, you know, and those types of things are like free, you know, just looking and seeing if other people are doing the same thing as you or Um, even entrepreneur groups exist. Yeah. Like when, like how Becca was saying, even when you have something in the top of your mind, like how Becca was saying, because piano lessons were top of mind for her, she noticed a flyer hanging up that had probably been hanging up there for like the last year that you would have never noticed because piano wasn't like something that you were thinking about. So when you're starting to think like, oh, really, I really need to find support in this area. Like I'm really looking for a mentor. I'm really looking for right. a group of entrepreneurs that I could join with. Then you, you will start to see things and your mind will like start to open up. And you'll see, you'll notice that flyer hanging up saying women's entrepreneur group meeting or right. you'll notice that flyer that says, oh, the, speak- the speaker that you really like is going to be here on, you know, Tuesday, whatever. <laughs> and taking action with that stuff, I think, is the most important thing. Like if the universe is going to put it right under your nose, mm-hmm. then that's the thing you should do. You know, just do it and see what happens. OK, so you also mentioned buying a course. Certainly there's no lack of those online. You know, right. there's lots of people out there that sell um, courses that fully explain what they do and how to do it. And they usually aren't very expensive. Yeah. Um, or even just finding like a teacher, buying a book, you know, that. Yeah. that is written by someone you really admire or someone that's in the Absolutely. same field. 
Um, but I think the best advice is to really go out and meet people. I know that's a little precarious with COVID, but I don't know. I live in Florida, so it seems like I'm like, but meetup group is open here. It might not be open oh everywhere. Well, you could do Zoom meetups now, too. Yeah, you know? that's true. And, like, Zoom and you don't even have to buy a book. You could get a book at a library. Like, you yeah. just go to your library and check out a couple books on your topic. Like, we don't, it, our advice isn't always to go spend money, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, you also mentioned reaching out to your community, especially if it's something like you're just trying to get more time. You know, maybe yeah. there's people that can help you with with certain things that you that eat up a lot of your time. Like, of course, I'm thinking, you know, babysitting. Um, but then there's also if you have a little extra money, but you lack time, you know, there's always delegating responsibility, like bringing in people into your home to do some of the you know, the home services that we all spend so much time doing. Like you can definitely yeah. do that. Um then, of course, um, I've gone to like coaching groups before um, where I've been like a part of a collective that we all sit with like a, a business coach or, you know, you could do a life coach, I guess. But um, that's one of those ones that if you if you can't afford to do one on one, sometimes they offer like these group coaching sessions where every person is working on something different and you're getting a little mm -hmm. bit of, you know, feedback and time from the coach every week. So that's a possibility. Yeah. Or even just of course, join groups that aren't directly what you're interested in or like what your goal is, but something that's like surrounding it. So if you're, if you're like interested in learning the piano, maybe you might just join like a group that likes to go out and drink cocktails at like jazz clubs or something, you know? Sure. <laughs> like even yeah. if you do something indirect, like I like, I like to go to yoga classes and there's always people in like the wellness space and I'm always meeting people who are into like wellness stuff and go to workshops yeah. and um, want to put on workshops. So kind of think of there's the a lot of crossover. Groups. Yeah. Yeah. That crossover. Yeah. And then of course there's formal schools, you know, if your goal is to to become something or to get a degree or to learn a specific trade, there's schools. And then if you need, you know, mentors, um, counselors, like those things are all, you know, people that have jobs just to do those things. And then of course I put therapists on here too, because sometimes that's the first step that we need is to <laughs> work out some things. Um, and then the last thing I thought of was just like I said with my friend Brittany, like a buddy system, you know, or just... Or if you're trying to, you know, start a weight loss goal, like linking up with one of your buddies that's also trying to do that and then holding each other accountable, you know, finding times to meet, stuff like that. So those are some some of the supporting characters you might turn to. Yeah. So back back to the homework. So, yeah. So this week, um, write a list of your needs. So that could be babysitting, shift changes at work, mentorship, um, any of your needs that you need right now. Then write a list of people who might be able to help. And like I said, like, keep in mind, like, don't don't ask your cousin that has seven kids if she has like an hour to babysit your kid. Right. Um, so she's like, a, yeah, bring them by. Yeah. I'm not watching any of these children, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Probably that might be the best one to ask. Actually, like, really yeah, just join. Just, Drop him in here. I won't even notice he's here. So just <laughs> um, and then write a direct request. So a request that involves specifics, like I, I would like you to come with me to a networking event next Tuesday at eight o'clock or, yes. you know, I like if you're emailing a mentor like, hi, you know, I, I really like your work. I was wondering if I could talk to you about vendors, finding vendors for your business. If I could take right. you to coffee next talk Friday, about next Tuesday, at noon. right, yeah. exactly. So yes. right or even just request. like or 
Go ahead. Yeah. Or like, like, hey, um, would you be able to help me for the next six weeks on Tuesdays at nine filming my gym routine for my Instagram? You oh, know, yeah. like you ask a friend to do that. Like, and you know, like we said, you can say it's totally cool if you don't want to, but I thought of you. I know I've looked at videos on your Instagram. You're really great at it. Like lead with a, you know, a um, compliment. And right. you, like you said, be just be direct. And I think like if y'all can find one person to help you next week, that'd be great. Yes. Yes. Make that the goal. So I was going to say from that list, pick the one person. If you're someone who feels uncomfortable asking for help, pick the one thing that you think is going to make the biggest difference. And your homework is to make that direct request in the yes. next week. Perfect. I love that. Okay. I love it, especially because mine's done already. <laughs> ha ha I'm finally ahead of everybody else <laughs> yeah I do need to um get some specifics for Nancy to watch Chase because right now I kind of like slide by with doing it during his nap but if I could get a couple extra hours at some point that would be good so I'll do that okay perfect so for this week this has been Carolyn and Becca saying what are you gonna do this week Kicking the panties. Ask and be specific. <laughs>